right. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. This is your host, Karee Robertson, with my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What up, what up? Yeah, uh, I guess fuck the drops, man. You got a mic now, so you can talk for yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. That's that's the intention. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's get started with some entertainment like we do. Um, keeping it on the lighter note, uh, I've been watching some shows on Netflix, been finding the entertainment there. Uh, actually, this was a pretty good batch of um, shows that they put out this round. Uh, I've been watching Messiah, which... Disclaimer, this shit is some bullshit propaganda. <laughs> bullshit propaganda off rip. I was just about to ask But you. it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I the whole the whole mystique that they created behind it, it it's pretty enrapturing. I I've been enjoying it, but um so I want to I want to try to do something from here on out where I'll mention the show and then I'll do an actual breakdown later on. Uh, to avoid any kind of spoilers. So if it's my first time mentioning a show, it'll just be a gloss over, and I'll do a more in-depth breakdown after I've watched it. But I've always been a little bit reticent to talk about new shows too deeply because I don't want to spoil it. I'm hella big on spoilers. I will, If I'm not careful, I will spoil the entire uh, production. So I, I try not to do that. But at the same time, y'all are here to hear me talk, so... I guess I should be a little bit more uh, in depth with my descriptions. Um, spoiler alert: He dies at the end. I mean, I don't know. I'm just assuming based on based on what I saw from the opening little trailer on Netflix, which oh, I didn't they watch. gave one of those baller spoilers. No, I don't. I didn't. It's just like it's, it says Messiah, and the dude looks like Indian Jesus, and I was like, all right, I'm good. And I was like, I'm good. First of all, that's racist. He's Arab Jesus. So that's just first and foremost. My bad, Arab Jesus. Okay. <laughs> now that we haven't pigeonholed my man because of his skin color, we could start to address the actual performances. But no, it's the show has been very entertaining for the first two episodes, so uh, I'll definitely uh, be excited to come back with a, with a more in-depth rundown at a later time and date. That and um, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy has been very fun uh, so far. I have a little bit of of reservations about some of the performances, but overall, it's a good show, it seems. Yeah, Um, I liked it. I got to do some research to look into what the source material is for it, but those two shows have definitely been pulling up the the entertainment. uh, How far did you get in Umbrella Academy? I think I'm on episode five right now. All right. Did you see Mary J yet? Nah, but I saw she was in the thing. Okay, okay, I'm not gonna say nothing. She's I saw dope. she was in the um the the credits. Yeah, yeah, she's dope. I, I like her character. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> is she with? Is, is she one of the people? In, I don't know, man. You're just gonna have to watch it and see. I don't know. Okay, because I think I've seen her, but the thing know. about Mary J is, is that she looks so much different without makeup. Mm-hmm. That it's hard to recognize her for me, so I might have uh, seen her. Probably not. Okay, okay because okay, okay, you'll okay. you'll notice her when you see her. She's okay. You you'll notice her. It's, That's what's up. You can't really miss her. So yeah, those are the, those are the picks for the week, and um, so next episode hopefully I'll have a, a more in depth breakdown uh, of what I've taken away from those two. But um, yeah, and some other entertainment news. You got Justin Bieber's trash. I don't want to put too much air on that, but um, sounds about right. Shout-outs to Roddy Rich, the box, coming out at number one. You know, I and and, and I just wanted to say that because uh, I think that it's really 
it's really sad that Justin Bieber, somebody who's had so much success, is kind of blind to what how how bad of a look it is to do things like posts that knowing that mainly your fan base is children too. Uh, that people should stream his songs at night with the volume turned down while they sleep. <laughs> that they should buy his music on multiple platforms multiple times. For children, impressionable children. That's why he's trash to me. I really don't give a fuck what an adult does in the in the in the open market that they choose to to um pervade their art in. But to try to manipulate an audience of children like that, my G. Yeah. Nah, he's miss doing me the, with that. Um, he's doing the uh, the old school cigarette route, you know what I'm saying, about advertising to kids. Yeah. <sighs> you know, if you get them while they're young, that's you terrible. Can't be the free plays in the background, though. Yeah. But I think that that's terrible. Um, yeah, it's pretty scummy. It's pretty scummy. Oh, man. And I heard that Stephen King was catching some flack for some comments he made now. Now, I don't know his intentions, and, 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 and as, as I've said before, I'm the intention police, not the word police, but based on what he said, I can't infer negative intention. Now, what he said is, is that based on the exposition of his art, from what I understand, I'm paraphrasing, that he doesn't consider diversity. Now, I don't find a problem with that. If you are a white man with a white man's perspective and you create art from that perspective and it entails mostly white men or things that matter to white men, I'm not going to get mad at you. I find it disingenuous if you were to try to go out and make like a, uh, like a, you know, a, a cult, an ethnically diverse cast and just shoehorn it into your plot. That would be even worse to me. So why people are jumping down his throat for that is 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 beyond me now who now i make a clear distinction between the artists and the distribution platforms it's incumbent on the distribution platforms to make sure that they distribute a wide array of things so that people have options that i get that i would that i would like i i want i want netflix to be very mindful of diversity but I don't want every show on Netflix, no Netflix, excuse me, to be, you know, to have a a, a cast that that represents every angle, like it, that's unnecessary. And and right. also it, it 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 fractures your story. You can only tell but so many stories in a show, with your characters. You don't want to 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 make that too diverse. You know what I mean? That was the beauty of the superhero team is that. The diversity, they literally wore the diversity on their costumes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they were emblematic of the diversity, so you didn't have to shoehorn it into the plot. It was carried with the characters, and so it was really easy to do. Um, and so it grew, it was able to get that wide audience. But not everything is meant for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not everything is meant for everybody. So, no, um, I'm not mad at him for saying that. Um, I want the content distribution platforms to be the to to be the gatekeepers. I want the artists to be the artists. Yeah, and it's like, wh- wh- how exactly is Stephen like you kind of like you mentioned, but in different words? How is Stephen King supposed to relate to like the black experience and be able to accurately accurately represent that in his work? You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's a fairly innocuous statement that was turned into clickbait. I can imagine. Yeah, I I hate this outrage, man. I really, really do. It's 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 a very unnecessary thing, 
But um, in a positive, and in, in, in well, in my opinion, positive. But in, in other entertainment news, um, Tyler Perry came under fire because he says he writes all of his own scripts, and once again, if he produces TV shows, why why is it incumbent on him to take other people's scripts to produce them? My question is. If anyone has seen his work, does that surprise you that he writes all his own stuff? It's all the same, right? Like, I, and 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 I say that it's completely tongue in cheek because yes. I have never watched anything from Tyler but Perry. No, it is, fairly but I have nothing against Tyler Perry as a person. I'm sorry. It's formulaic. He knows what his audience wants, and he panders to that heavily. And there's nothing wrong with that. And he's hugely successful for it. Yep. And 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 moreover, to my previous point, he is giving a platform to other people to produce their scripts. Mm-hmm. So why does he have to take their scripts and put them in his show? No, this man has created a a a entertainment concentration camp over there, wherever he is, and he's churning shit out. And I say that uh, 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 hyperbolically. I'm just joking. Um, I really do laud him for what he's doing because I think that that black entertainment needs that. And Empires. so I am just. Not really saddened, and I and 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 I have no reason to cape for Tyler Perry. I don't. I actually, as I said, I don't consume his his entertainment. But the man's doing good things. <laughs> like I find myself to being so critical of so many people. I hate to see people being criticized for no reason. Like that's 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 <laughs> trust right, me. Right, legitimate criticism. So much thing, show. There's so yeah. many things for us to be be critical of. But yeah. But uh, yeah. Onto some um gaming news actually. Uh, Final Fantasy VII has received a delay, but thank goodness it seems yep. like it's more of just like a marketing delay because it's only going to be a month being pushed out, pushed back. Um, Avengers got a major delay. I think that was going to be delayed four months, but I don't. I'm not looking for that Avengers what game as that? much. Was yeah, that one didn't look all that impressive to me. From which the that's why I'm trailers. glad that they're delaying it five, four months because that means that they can actually do some real production quality changes to it to maybe bring it to that spot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it didn't look great. Man, they need to make like a new um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Like yeah, they, they need console to make, status. Like, the Switch would be update perfect. That man, that's what you guys need to do. I think that might be what they're trying to do with this one, but they're trying to incorporate a lot of more modern things into it. Mm. And it's too action RPG ish. Like Marvel Alliance was, was that isometric third person yeah. top down was real. It, that was a really good game. That was a good game for what it was. Uh, yeah. For what it was. That's pretty yeah. much why I play Fury Fight because it's like a mobile version of that game, and a lot of game modes are pretty much play exactly exactly like Ultimate Alliance. Speaking and speaking of mobile games, um, Mobius Final Fantasy, which is a uh, mobile game produced by Square Enix. Um, is being canceled now. I know this is going to be way out of the wheelhouse of a lot of people, and but just to give you a window into this mobile gaming environment, the way a lot of these games go is is they are made to be perpetuated into the future, and so many of them, once they launch, get carried on with constant updates for years. Several of them are in their third and fourth and fifth years. And so these games are a constant revenue stream. And so when one of them goes over, uh, goes under, I mean, uh, A, it shows that the IP has weakened. But what it represents is it's is however long the game's been alive, it's been monetized, which means that people have been paying hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars into it. And when those games shut down, 
you are left with nothing. You don't have a copy of the game to play with what you purchased thereon. No, when they shut down the service, the game is unplayable and all the money that you spent with them is now rendered gone. There's no reimbursement. There's nothing. And there's a whole generation of children who are being raised with these games. And for me, as somebody who where games were uh, video games in particular are, are very uh, big part of my childhood. I am glad that the games I played were not predatory, were not online, were not such that I could just be unable to play them at some future point, even though I still maintain the hardware and the software. Um, there, there are kids who are growing up with these games now, and they're investing money and time, and then they're going away, and they have no recourse. So this is why I've overall disliked video games move towards its software base and getting rid of discs and things of that nature. Because if you don't own any piece of that game and they decide to shut down that service, which now this is actually one that has millions of dollars pumped into it that is being shut down, you got nothing. You got nothing to Once show that for that server's it. gone. That server's gone, you're you're done. And and if more games are going towards that model, that means that we are going towards a model in which we will be losing our games and access to our games. Uh as they become less profitable and that's um and and that's not why a lot of people get into gaming they purchase a video game thinking they are going to get a full game experience um if it is on a internet connected device it'll be expandable through downloadable content you can choose to download it you can choose not to download it you could choose to pay more you could choose to use trans uh, microtransactions but at this point it's getting to the point where now we have to worry about the games ending and then not only just ending in storyline, but then losing access to them. And that's, uh, I think, problematic because there's people who have uh, invested a significant amount into these games. And uh, I, I would hate to see uh, more uh, games get shut down like this um, with no kind of uh, end game for what they would do to maybe just at least give you access to the software after they have decided not to continue the content updates. You know, and so that's uh, I hope in the in the realm of gaming, especially these mobile games and ones in which people invest money in that they they start to develop an end game for them that doesn't require the service. So at least if you just like the repetition of maybe tapping your phone with pretty pixels, you could do that at least. At least if you're paying for that, you could you can keep that and do that. Right. As long as you have your phone, you can still play your game. It should. Well, in theory, that makes sense. But yeah, so. <clears throat> Sorry, that was just a little rant, but uh, yeah, it's 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 really sad to see that one go because I, I knew some people in the community who played that, uh, the game uh, Mobius Final Fantasy, that is, and um, it just was a real eye opener that any one of these games can go away, and if that's if it's something that you take your time out and it's a time filler for your day, or that you enjoy, it, you know, be wary of it and be wary of spending money. That's really why I'm giving um, this the this warning is uh, for for anyone who listens to this who might have kids who play mobile games who play or who play mobile games themselves. Don't give these people money. It's not worth it. You know, let the people in China and in Middle East who have huge amounts of expendable money for no reason let because those are the markets that these games are made for. They're not made for the American market. They're made for those markets where culturally they have 
you know, it, it's a thing to have a video game bulk budget in those in those cultures. Like, it's not a like most Americans don't have a video game budget. Gamers might, but it's not a normal thing that you'll find in the in the general atmosphere. Whereas in other places, yeah, it's just popular for people to say, "No, I spend I have a monthly budget that I spend on." my mobile games in which I will buy my microtransactions or whatever and spin, spin my slot machines and have fun. You know what I mean? And so it's sad that they have infiltrated our, you know, the American gaming market so deeply um, because we just have to grin and bear it until the companies decide, hey, you know what? We're not getting any part of the American market anymore. So we might as well, if we want to get any part of that market, we might as well just make games for them. You know what I mean? And so... Yeah, I, even though that's what it feels like, we're starting. I think we're starting to get towards that swing back with games like um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and uh, well, Final Fantasy seven remake. And um, my only disagreement with that is mm -hmm. like CD Projekt Project Red has been making dope games from the start. You feel me? That game just mm -hmm. happened to drop right now during this time. And you know, Final Fantasy. We're now in the era of remakes. Be oh, so you're saying they're just doing what they do? They're not representing a swing in the market. That's what. That's I would say. I wouldn't use them as. I can't a, argue as with a, you there. That has been. <laughs> they've been. You know, when 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 EA makes a good game, which aren't they poised? Don't they have one on the horizon that's supposed to be a banger? Oh yeah, they just did the Star Wars one, which was a banger. Star Wars. Um. Which one? The one. The new one. The new single player Star Wars game. Oh, I don't know. I'm the worst. I can't remember. Oh. I don't. I don't really pay but attention they, to EA. EA just put out a new single player. I'm telling you, you should check that one out. That one's worth it. Um, and I know they have such a shit um, reputation that it, they're usually pretty easily passed on. But that one actually made it through um, production. It was was a really quality um, game in the end. But um, so yeah, when when they start doing more games like that, then I, we can start talking about the industry actually trending back towards yep. quality single player games rather than these overly monetized uh, mobile titles. Okay, I can dig it. We'll revisit this in a few episodes. Well, more than a few episodes, but yeah, in a couple months and see what see what yeah, it looks this like. This year's EA will be the most telling. You feel me? Because that lets you know where everybody's head was at. In these last couple of years, especially with PS5 supposed to be on the horizon, you'll definitely know what everybody is really planning to be doing in the yeah, future. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I definitely want I can't wait to see what the next um, generation, because I think that um, consoles are moving more towards um, longer lifespans, like expandable machines. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, they'll have maybe six to ten year lifespans rather than what are they five years right now? Yeah, it's about five years. Yeah, I think that they're looking towards that. So I'm, I'm very excited. That's because then it makes them more worthwhile investments. It lets developers sit in an environment more and, and really get accustomed yeah. to making games. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, yeah, I'm technology. excited to see what that next, uh, that next uh, <clears throat> generation of consoles will bring to us. But all right, um, move on to, to some tech slash politics news. Um, it's interesting because the attorney general is actually going at Apple again, trying to get to break down the privacy rights of of their software. And I think that that's going to be an interesting one to watch because and, 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 and it's so telling. Their playbook is so easy to read. First, he says this man is a terrorist. Then he says, Apple, why are you aiding terrorists by not unlocking the phone? And it's like, wait a second. You know, you can't really put those two things hand in hand because it's not like we unlock the terrorist phone and then you 
you're you're good to go. If you just said to do that, that'd be fine. You're asking us to root every device that we create and give yeah. you the. They the, just want to set the legal that precedent that they yeah. that Apple unlocks the phone so and that they in keep the future, doing it and, they, and yeah. See, they they're going to keep doing it until they no longer have to go through official challenge oh, channels sure. to go get into your phones. And I don't fuck with Apple, but not for nothing. I give them a lot of credit for not buckling. I give them a lot of credit for not buckling because they know that their that their business model is tenuous at the moment as it is. Yep. So, and the minute the 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 government gets that back door, everybody around the world has that back door. Mm hmm. So just I wanted to keep people's eyes on that because that's going to be a real interesting one in the future. Um, because if they if they end up ever getting the Supreme Court or the court in general to a court to side with them on that, that's going to be a real big knock to privacy. Because you know once Apple does it, the precedent's gonna it's gonna be a deluge. Yep. All the rest of the companies are gonna start opening up their data to them. Yep. And it's not like they don't already have. unprecedented access to the data to begin with yeah you know what i mean and that's the part that really pisses me off it's like my dude you have ridiculous access to that man's data as it is you already know everything that you need to know about him what what more are you looking for you've expelled all the saudis they expelled all the saudis from the camp Nah, man, it's about the access to the phone. It's about the data on the damn phone. They already got somebody well, to break I know, into we it. Know that, uh, <laughs> I, I'm interfacing with him on his face value. Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't believe They do him, not obviously. deserve the benefit of the doubt. No, no, no. Ever. I'm not saying Fuck they deserve that. it. But it, unfortunately, I realized that my cynicism doesn't extend to everyone. And so I, mean, I feel you. I, I'll, uh, but I'm unwilling to take when the face. I don't even have to face, step though. outside of the face value of their argument. I, I just leave it at that. It's like, dude, you got even your lie is bad, so I don't even have to go to logic to show that you're wrong. Your lie was bad to begin with. Yep, exactly. You feel me? Like they're not even trying at this point. They're just no. going through the motions. They're just going through the motions of using the money and pushing it through. But yeah, so I, I really hope that um, for what it's worth, Apple keeps bulking against that and doesn't let that happen. Um, something else I noticed what was going on in Oakland right now is this huge housing crisis going on um, where there's more houses than homeless people in Oakland. And the problem isn't with private owners owning the houses and not living in them. The problem is with corporations buying homes en masse two to three hundred at a time. At a time, two to three hundred homes at a time. That's like if I went to the supermarket and I bought all of the bread and it was just like, sorry, guys, I know other people need bread. You know what I mean? Because you need to eat stuff. But I, I want all this bread. No, you guys can come to my house and buy the bread from me. But quite frankly, I'm, I'm not going to leave it here it took for you them that long to do this. That's a pretty good idea. Well, it's a process because you're talking about thousands and thousands of homes. Thousands yeah. and thousands of homes. But as like, a corporation, you have the sort of infrastructure that would allow you to do that. But the housing properties in issue. Oakland aren't cheap either. Oakland's a major city. It's got Oco right there. It's got tons. Like the housing price. That's the worst part is is that Oakland isn't even cheap. It's not even like you know they're doing this in in a in like in in in, in Carroll City. 
Right, you could do right. that in Carroll City, my G. You could buy the whole building in Carroll City. Not anymore, my nigga. Carroll oh. City has changed. Oh, okay, Carroll City doesn't really like. Ex- well, Carroll Mart doesn't exist anymore. It's been gentrified like a motherfucker because what? Um, I think you gentrified Carroll City. Yeah, Hard Rock bought the um the stadium, and now like everything south of that stadium is getting like beautified. Everything not south, everything around the stadium is getting beautified. About the whole Overtown. thing looks different. Uh, I didn't go that far. Okay, I went to um I went like around pretty much right around. We're the, talking the about my. Miami, by the way, people, just to and let you know. Yeah, like they took out Carol Mart. That whole flea market thing isn't there now. It's, wow. like, a, it's like a Burlington and a couple of other like major so, stores. Uh, yeah, so, so you know, I, I guess it really doesn't matter how expensive it is. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Carol City was the was the was the it was emblematic because of how cheap it was. Oakland wasn't cheap, so it, it makes sense why it took so long. That being the case, that there's so much housing being poor, bought up by corporations. People who are working poor in Oakland, which it is very easy to be a fully employed person and unable to maintain the uh, the the price of a home in Oakland, are th- they're taking these homes back because it's ridiculous that they're being evicted out of their homes. And then the worst part is is that the landlords are are selling off and just evicting the people, and there's no protection there. You know what I mean? If the landlord was the one living there, he'd be protected. But why does the person who's actually living there with their family have no protections? Because they're poor. We're not stating the obvious, Rico. We're not stating the obvious. What we're trying to do is say, hey, this is the incongruency. We know why they treat us this way. How do we organize around it? And so, yeah, uh, I think it's called Moms for Housing. Um, is uh, a ground uh, ground level group of people who are organizing in Oakland to either occupy these homes or help people obtain homes in these areas. And so I just wanted to bring some light to that. Um, if there's any way that you can help, I'm sure that you can Google them and find them, but definitely keep your eyes open. Oakland, man, I, Oakland is an amazing city. Oakland is one of my favorite cities in the whole country. I lived out there for several years when I first came to California. And man, let me tell you that place. When it comes to Californian culture, Oakland, like, you know how you say you got to go to all parts. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. California culture, when it comes to, to, to black people, it's Oakland. It really is like, you know, black people have a strong presence in L.A. too. And it's really just in those places. But um, Oakland is just so vibrant, like the community. I don't know. When I moved out there, it was amazing. I loved it. You know, the crime existed. I mean, I'm not going to front like I didn't get robbed, but. It's possible. It. I could, I've been robbed in other places. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like Oakland's right, the first yeah, place I've been robbed at. Is it like you know what I mean? Specific so, to Oakland. <laughs> that's my problem, man. Like I love being in the streets, and it's like you see me, and it's like yo, you're so clearly not made to be in the streets, bro. You fool. It's like nah, man. You gotta understand. I got heart. <laughs> that, don't, that don't mean nothing. Just <laughs> a wallet. My bad. <laughs> Yo, I heard about this new thing. They got a new way of robbing people in L.A. They just tell you to, like, they just show you the weapon and just tell you to put your shit on the floor and walk away from it. And then when you walk away from it, they pick it up and leave. 
The, the, it's not a robbery because you left it. Precisely. And yeah. I was like, what? That's some cold-blooded shit. Criminals are stepping it up these days. Bro, they've been doing that in New York for a long time. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I'm, I'm, I've never been robbed before. Knock on wood. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm not aware of the official uh, you don't look like fool? of them. Ah, see, I'm not supposed to say nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, that's. I was like, yo, that's some, that's some crazy. That's some cold shit. But yeah, I'm a, much love to Oakland. I hope they can get some real movement on that um, housing issue. Uh, I don't know if this reaches the ears of anyone who can do something about that. Do it, please. <laughs> but yeah, um, moving on. Let's talk some politics stuff. I just I, I saw a real interesting report recently on um, how much of our tax money has already effectively been used towards building the uh, famed border barrier at our southern border. Bruh, $18 billion spent already from our tax money. And that doesn't even include what the Mexicans gave. <laughs> Wait, that includes, that includes the zero dollars they gave? Okay, I'm getting in that that includes the zero dollars that the Mexicans contributed to the wall. Yo, some <sighs> contractors are sitting pretty right now. You feel me? Bro, it's just, it, it's like, I don't, listen, I don't control the resources. If you, if, if people are stupid enough and have enough time on their hands to go build that wall, there's nothing I can do about it. But stop using my money. Makes me not want to pay taxes. <laughs> like, it's so upsetting. It's like, God, there's nothing that I can do. Like, okay, I get it. I pay my taxes to build roads and bridges. Even if those bridges are across the country that I don't that I don't use, I still understand that I'm contributing to the overall infrastructure of the country because we all get to use it. I get it. I get that I'm paying for a military that goes and kills brown people around the world. I get it. But gee, I, there's literally nothing that I can do about you using my money to build a stupid fucking wall. Like, it's so upsetting. Like, it's just I, I understand why people stop paying their taxes. I'm not saying I'm doing that. Definitely not on a public forum like this. But <laughs> I understand why somebody would come to the conclusion that, you know what? I don't want to give you money and not have any say on what you do with it. So I'm not going to give it to you. Right. Or give you money and then have you turn around and use that same money to screw my life over. Or, like, yeah, like paying your pack taxes in New York to help give it to the police that are then going to stop and frisk you and take your money. Yep. <laughs> That's some bullshit, though, ain't it, though? Yep. Or for states that have really loose um, uh, search and seizure laws, it's the same thing. I, what state ha doesn't have loose search and seizure <laughs> laws? I'm, I'm unaware of any state that has a pro-perpetrator search and seizure law. Oh, man. Hey, man. Free stuff is free stuff. You feel me? Bro, yo, but, man, I will say that Broward police have got to be the worst. <laughs> no, I, I can't even... I can't tell you how much shit Broward police took from me and then let me go. Not that I was mad. I was glad they let me glad go. To have my but freedom. I was like, my G. But I also liked my shit. But now I'm just like, you just shook me down. I feel like I'm in high school again. It's like, yo, you just literally stopped me, saw some shit I had that you liked, took it, told me, get on my way. That's crazy. Yep. Legal robbery. Yeah. But, um, yeah, 
It's fucked up, like you say. Next time he pulls you over, he's wearing your shades and shit. You're oh, like, that would be baller, <laughs> though. If a cop pulled you over wearing some shit that he took from you prior, that's boss. Oh, man. It'll be cold as ice. Mm. You know, it's funny. <laughs> talk about paying taxes. You know, we talk about everybody got to pay taxes. You know, president don't pay taxes. He hasn't paid taxes in a long time. Matter of fact, says people who pay, matter of fact, says people who pays taxes are stupid. So that's a lot of to tell the broke black people to get us to pay our taxes. Um, but boy, you, you can cheat your taxes, but do not cheat in baseball. They will get you. They will. They will get you. They will fire you. They will slander your name. Man, that Houston coach, man. So the Houston coach, um, the Houston coach and general manager, I believe, were privy to a scheme that the players were doing to steal signals from the catcher and then signal to batters. And I believe that they did this during a World Series run. So that's just the background. But they've been fired. And boy, man, the league is dragging them. The league's dragging them. But they didn't even say nothing about the players. I'm like, yo, that they didn't say nothing to the sophistication of their scheme. I'm like, yo, can they at least get credit for having tricked y'all niggas for so long? Like, they really did get them. Nah, no credit? Nah. They get nah, no nah, love. Nah. <laughs> we have two appointed scapegoats. Feel me? We yeah. can't have that and, that. and that's probably, <laughs> they probably are just scapegoats to be 100% honest. We have two appointed scapegoats. We can't have, if you have more than two, it gets a little messy, you know, because then it looks like we're really fucking up. Yeah. Right. If it's just them two, then it's their fault, and we address the issue, and we're the good guys. Feel me? We're the heroes now because we've rooted out the problem. We're not yeah. complicit in this. Listen, we didn't know nothing about this. Public relations finest, right there. That's how you do it. Feel me? But yeah. Sometimes you gotta excise the tumor. Pretend like oh you didn't man, know talking there. about public shams. Did you see the, the the CNN debate, bro? Because that shit was trash in Des Moines, Iowa? No, I did not. Oh, it was bad. First of all, the the, the it, it was a it was a pale white stage cuz our your boy Cory Booker dropped out the race. Sounds about right. Damn, bro, beige niggas dropping out the race. What's good with that, bro? How? I mean, he put up a brave front, but um, you know, it's kind of like when damn, I don't want to be I won't be an asshole, but it's like it's kind of like when Colin Powell ran. We we're like, yeah, okay, that's adorable, that's cute. Ooh, nah, but he didn't have the charisma. Because one thing, <laughs> hey, Barack Obama, Obama had charisma. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is, is like of all the things that I complain about Barack Obama, it's not like he's a like he seemed like a cool guy. He genuinely seemed like if you if you forced me to sit down and talk to him, I probably would end up having a positive disposition towards him. But still, that doesn't that doesn't um, that doesn't forgive war crimes. But nonetheless, I mean, yo, um, yo, American presidents, man, if they ever were were put on trial for war crimes, man, it'd be ugly. Like all of them, like right? Is is there American? I mean, Jimmy Carter. I mean, I don't know, man. That's par for the course. Is there any leader of a country that of a certain size that isn't like dropping the atomic bomb had to be a war crime? Like, like I know there was no rules against it, but, but that has to be a war crime, but right? At the same time, uh, <laughs> I all right, this is a pretty, this is a pretty 
for everyone, I'm just playing devil's advocate. But at the same time, it ended the war decisively, did it not? No, the war ended before that. Oh, so we just, I thought. Yeah, we was, nuked them I, after. I, oh, that's me. Yeah, oh, it was. It just hadn't spread yet. Never mind. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, that first bomb, there was definitely tons of evidence that Japan was was ready to, to they were in negotiations for their for their surrender. They had like w- whether the war had officially ended or whether they were in negotiation for surrender, they had very clear evidence that Japan was no longer a threat anymore, right. and they absolutely did not have to drop it on Nagasaki. Like Hiroshima was the first one. Say what you will, they absolutely didn't have to drop Nagasaki. Like that wasn't the war crime. Okay, fine, cool, I dig it. You're right. The first one ended the war. I'll give you that. What about the second one? I don't know. Well, I mean, all right, look. <laughs> using bombs to kill people is always. I mean, that's not. It's not my steez. But I know, and I and I got off on a tangent. That wasn't even the point. <laughs> the point was a trash ass debate that 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 just happened. Um, but yeah, uh, man, I I actively believe, and and I'm about to go off in some theory. Okay, so this is completely baseless. So, um, but I think that Warren and Biden must have some kind of non-aggression agreement. <laughs> Because just as Bernie Sanders was about to hit Biden, because Bernie was poised to swing at Biden, and 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 I hate even using those kind of um, that kind of jargon for this because I don't like the whole idea of adversarial politics in primaries. But by uh, uh, Bernie was ready to to say s- some more aggressive things towards Biden and his um his iraq war boat his uh history on the crime bill his history on finance bernie had some some bangers for him and just as he got ready to 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 square up with joe here comes elizabeth warren i think it was the day before or the day of the 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 um the the debate they release uh she says that in a private conversation in 2014 or 2015 uh, that Bernie says to her that a woman can't win the uh, the presidential election, which is complete farce. Complete farce. She made it up, one hundred percent. Bernie is on the record. That um that came from an article from CNN. That wasn't a Warren thing. No, she said it, and she reaffirmed it. And during the debate, she reaffirmed it. She doubled down on it. So check it out. You gotta watch the video because the way I'm gonna explain it to you, you're gonna be like, bro. Why would you but I saw the video, like the part that you're saying, yeah, that part I saw, yeah. Where, so. where, where they ask, they ask Bernie straight out, "Did you say this about her?" He denies it. He gives his reasoning, and then they throw the question to her, and they frame it as, "So, how did you feel when Bernie said that to you?" Completely disavowing what he said and taking it as canon that. Elizabeth Warren's account of it was true. Like, that's just bad reporting. Neither of these people have a bad record in terms of telling the truth in public. And they're both actually two of the most honest politicians that we have. So to just put them in a position where they're, where they're adversarial, like, that's just, it's, it, it was of bad taste from CNN. Elizabeth Warren's camp was, was in bad taste. And it was funny because when I was posting um, the episodes, I saw it was trending on Twitter. Twitter, um, Warren is a snake, and uh, hashtag what was it? Um, hashtag never Warren. And I was like, good for her. Good. I hope that that's what she wanted because you just alienated a substantial part of your party. For what reason? 
for what reason? What? This is why I'm I'm postulating that her and Biden must have a non-aggression pact because he totally she totally ran interference for Biden there. And for what reason? Well, I honestly think that they might have each other as VP picks. If you get it, you hit me, you you vet me. If I get it, I'll vet you. Let's do that. Which I get it. I get it. I guess that's the politics. But then don't go up there and say that he's your friend. <laughs> don't say he's my good friend. Say nah, I don't fuck with him no more. That nigga said that I'm a. That said that the dude said I can't win because I'm a woman, and I think he's a sexist. Say that, but don't say ah. When Bernie said it, it disappointed me. But he's my friend. Nah, that's not. That's not how that goes. You know what I mean? You can't. You can't be a sexist, and then try to tell in and in, in, or you can't accuse someone of being a sexist but then say that they're your good friend no because wouldn't him being a sexist sexist preclude preclude him being a good friend to you because he's probably going to think negative things about you he's going to prejudge you if, anything to win the white house bro i guess anything to win the white house. last nigga the last guy did it so why do i have to play fair Bernie's the only person, well, I wouldn't, not Bernie, but Yang seems pretty good too, but, you know, most politicians are not I'll tell you what, interested a, a in Bernie, fair. A Bernie president Yang VP ticket would be the most revolutionary ticket that this country's ever seen, period. That would be pretty crazy. It would be the most revolutionary thing, and I think that somebody, I think somebody would get assassinated, and I would hate to see that happen, but it's, it, it's never been unheard of in this country for political figures to be assassinated. So, you know, I, it would it would be the most revolutionary thing to happen to this country. And I, I think that Yang tempers the revolution. I think that if Bernie got on a ticket with another person like Bernie, it would be it would be uh, it would Staunch be a non, it would be a non-starter for the Republicans, nothing would happen. They would shut down and oppose, oppose, oppose. But I think that Yang actually could bring the Republicans to the table because when they're not in power, they just want. And he knows how to give them what they want without ceding the public power. And so maybe, because I don't think what they really want is public power and influence. Because they, I mean... They ha they only have a very little bit of that over a very small subsection of the society, you know. And I think that if we could just get the rest of us onto a track that's positive, with and without having to deal with them, they would be fine to just let the rest of the country do whatever it does and just work on their little patch of America, their little lily white patch of America that they love so fervently. But yeah. I really think I really hope that they don't they don't sabotage Bernie again because it really feels like that's what they're doing. Absolutely, it's going to happen. CNN has has been anti Bernie this entire time. You feel me? They CNN is the establishment and Bernie is the the anti establishment candidate, and he has been like they've been like not putting them niggas on not putting them on polls. They have been like inaccurately reporting on them, like. None of this stuff is new. This is just their further escalation because Bernie's just doing that much better. So they're rising to, they're they're escalating with him. That's all. Yeah. 
But we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of things coming in the horizon that uh, should be interesting. Um, I'm definitely hoping for. Uh, I'm definitely hoping for some positive changes in this Democratic primary because it's better. I think it's kind of better than last time, but still has some major flaws. Like it's crazy. Like the Democratic Party is, and 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 I only speak about this because there's no reciprocal on the Republican end. There's no. There's no. Um, the RNC doesn't conduct themselves like the Democratic um, committee does. Um, they are unified. They are structured. They are on message. Um, I don't know how they. I don't know how you know what they managed to do that 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 that's crazy. Like you know how like you get into a club setting and too many people partying and somebody's bound to get into a fight or something. I don't know how they managed to keep that many stupid people in one place without how, like without people getting hurt more frequently. Like that's what that's the real power of the RNC is to corral the kittens. You know what I mean? They're really good at that. But there's no reciprocal of that on the DNC uh, on in the Democratic side. There's no structure. Every year we're doing something new. We're trying to be progressive. We're trying to be more inclusive, but yet we're getting it wrong every fucking time. You know well, what I mean? I think in that sense, the Republicans just all sort of want the same thing. <laughs> you feel me? They all have a single goal, so it's much easier to organize them. Whereas in the Republicans, they have much more ideas that they got to contend with. You mean in the Democrats? Yeah, yeah. It's just the Democrats have much more ideas they got to contend with. But in, but in general, the Democrats are a lot more. Um, they compromise better. So well, because there's more things to compromise on. You have to work better in that yeah. sense. Yeah. So so you, what I see that's what I don't get is that within their given paradigms, why don't they function? Like it, it makes sense why in the Republican paradigm it functions because they know that they can't wreck. They don't compromise. So so they know that they have to weed out all the ideas and they need singular ideas to get and the people aren't smart enough to grasp very complex multi-plural ideas and so they have to keep it simple the democrats on the other end represent a different subsection of society one that is uh, okay with um ethnic pl plurality and is okay with complex nuanced ideas so why can't we and and what i and what i come to is is that the democratic establishment is actually a corrupt entity that is neither democratic nor in favor of the people and so that whole talk about needing to get away from the the democratic party i think is very real and that's why i hate people like candace owens genuinely deeply in my heart is because she takes an idea like you, we need to leave the democratic party but then runs into the arms of the Republicans, which is even stupider than being part of the Democrats. Being part of the Democrats is smart if you're going to partake in the bipartisan politics of America. What I'm saying is, is be a free human being and stop partaking in either one of those parties. That's probably the best idea. That's why I'm so fervently behind Bernie Sanders is because he has infiltrated it. He is not a Democrat. He is an independent. He doesn't represent those ideals. And I think that's good because the ideals of the Democratic Party as they stand are not American. They don't represent Americans. They represent a few group of people that don't, and those ideals don't even represent them as the individuals. 
they only partake in those ideals as that small group of people. So when you ask Elon Musk about, you know, the importance of human life as an individual, he, of course he does. But as somebody who buys rare earth metals from the Congo, you obviously don't give a fuck about human life. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, these people, and, and these are people, and I bring up Elon Musk, not as a politician, but as somebody who has influence in politics because he influences politicians through money and lobbying. And so vicariously, you can you can make connections to the politics from those people but nonetheless i really really want to see a revolutionary ticket happen because that would be so good and even and and bernie sanders has even talked about uh reforming the democratic national party by getting um finance capital out of it so my man's got my man's got a lot of what we need in his pocket. I think people need to be open with, with, with a real revolution. Like people voted for Trump, and he lied to them. And I know that they, the people who voted for him, thinking that he was being honest, are just not smart people. But he didn't, he didn't do it for you. You're still poor. Try, try Bernie. Try Bernie. I think it'll be in your best interest. If you don't like the Democrats, I get it. Bernie ain't really that much of a Democrat, in my opinion, and in most people's opinion. And actually, that's why people like him. I think, personally. But yeah. I think we should go ahead and uh, wrap it up for the day. Had a nice little discussion. Hit them them topics. Hopefully, um, get a good amount of stuff for uh, for the next episode. Um, but yeah. Always remember, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. Always learn from your failures. It's the only thing you truly do learn from. Thank you for joining me today, and have a great one, guys. Bye. Take it easy. Take it easy.